Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, get set, get set. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Strange Crew Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Evan Money. And it's Primes, what to do? How's it going, everybody? Um, first, I, I want to address um, an elephant in your bedroom. Made you look. Um, we understand that uh, sometimes the audio quality on here is rough. Um, we will be fixing that within the next few podcasts. Um, so we do apologize for that. We were It was a pretty heavy discussion that Primes and I had yesterday. Um, so I, we, I just wanted to clear that up. If I could be just sincere for a moment. Um, <clears throat> but also there's, there's some other big news. And um, I'm pretty pumped about it. And I know Primes is as well. Um, I don't think Primes knows exactly where I'm going with this, but I'm going to kick it to him and let him tell you. And if he has no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, then he can just kick it back to me and we just kickball this whole thing. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know why he doesn't know what, we're, what I'm talking about, folks, is because this weekend was arguably the most entertaining for sports I have ever seen. Um, but uh, we did talk about doing a, a giveaway for people, um, for our, our followers and our listeners. Um, and it, it'll be pretty easy on what you have to do uh, to get involved in the giveaway and get selected for the giveaway. Um, but we told you when we reached our goal, uh, our first goal on a subscriber count, uh, we would get there. And ladies and gentlemen, we have reached that goal. Yes, we have finally reached it. Praise God. And and it actually happened a lot faster than I was thinking, um, you know, with uh, with everything. But that just goes to show that, you know, you can make anything possible just with some ideas. You know, we, uh, you know, we started this podcast to really try to have fun and just come, you know, hang out and, and uh, just, you know, come come out with some cool content over you know the course of a year or so but in the last couple months man we didn't realize we we're gonna be able to hit our goal as fast as we did and we're just very grateful and thankful and and the sky's the limit man you know yeah no absolutely this is definitely something that we want to say thank you to all of you and all of you that have shared and told everybody to come in and tune in to us um, we cannot express how grateful we are for each and every single one of you. Yes. Um, the, you know, this isn't just a, a victory for, for us. It's a victory for everybody who takes that risk and tries to chase their dreams. Um, you know, because you guys made it possible to show people that if you just take the chance and believe in yourself um, and have fun while you're doing it, you can achieve quite a bit. Um, so I know things, I know we sound pretty tame right now. We are exhausted from just literally what we're going to talk about next. Um, more so, you know, on my end, um, I had a big, pretty big, you know, stake investment in this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, again, we just can't, we can't thank you guys enough um, and continue to share, uh, continue to, you know, spread everything out um so at the end of this episode we will 
uh, talk about how you guys can get involved in the giveaway um, and what you need to do. Like I said, it is really simple and is really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll say what, what, um, let's say by like, uh, we'll give everybody enough, like enough time to do this, uh, what we have planned out, but, uh, we'll give it like, uh, two to three weeks. I, I think say Valentine's day. That sounds like a good day. Yeah. I, I think Valentine's day. Because uh, then you would feel the love that we're trying to give you, plus the love of, you know, your significant others. Might as well just love the day. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> uh, so Valentine's, Valentine's up. we will give, we will pick winners, um, and uh, like I said, we'll talk about that more at the end of the podcast. Oh, for sure. No, and and like I said, guys, you know, we we're very appreciative. We're just freaking exhausted. We had a constant wave of emotions over this last weekend, and. Uh, kind of want to say something real quick about the uh, insane bills and chiefs game you know we uh wanted to kind of stay off the topic of the football games and and the nfl kind of switch it up this week but man um i i if it like i said if it doesn't sound like we're giving it all you know in this podcast we're just tired <laughs> we the mixed emotions from you know the last couple of minutes of that game and i'm like god i'm ready to go to bed because it's like man the amount of emotions uh my blood pressure was out the roof watching that game. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, also, I want to make a make a statement. Um, yo, Brandon Moreno, you let me down this weekend, bud. So uh, you're on my jackass of the week. But uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> don't really have a good example of why you're the jackass. I just want to say you're the jackass. Okay, so uh, thanks again, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, like you said, folks, uh, the the Bills Chiefs game. First off, hats off to both teams. They played phenomenal tonight. Um, like I said, we're going to kind of skim over uh, the last little bit of playoffs because we've already talked about the teams. Majority of you guys are watching the games anyway, um, but this one was phenomenal. Arguably uh, probably one of the best games that I've ever seen in the playoffs. No, absolutely. Same, same here. The last two minutes of this game uh, going into overtime were insane. So uh, – Kansas City came out on top. Uh, congratulations to my Chiefs. Um, and they will be facing the Cincinnati Bengals, who won by a last-minute field goal. Um, and then, you know, kicking over to the NFC, um, the 49ers won by a field goal um, against to upset the Green Bay Packers. And then the L.A. Rams won on a field goal to eliminate the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, uh, honestly, today's games were some of the most exciting. Um, And even yesterday's games, you know, although the scores don't show it and reflect it, they had – I mean, they were down to the wire. So, It was definitely exciting to beat a a football fan this weekend, man. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I Like I said, I – it was very apparent – and very clear that the um, the the best eight teams were still playing. So, um, you know, congratulations to to the Chiefs, to the Bengals, to the 49ers, and to the Rams. Um, and you know, looking forward ahead, the Cincinnati Bengals will be here in Kansas City. Um, I'm obviously going with the Chiefs. I don't see the Bengals coming out on this. 
Uh, yeah. again, we're not, we're not going to dive in too much into this. Just give you our quick picks. So, uh, Primes, who are you taking in this matchup? I'm going to take the uh, the Chiefs. Um, weird suspicion that the Bengals might, you know, come around on top and do what they did earlier in the season, but uh, I don't think they have it. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the um, go with the Chiefs. So yeah, I'll support uh, you. I'll support you guys this weekend. I appreciate. <laughs> it. Um, and then looking over at the 49ers and the Rams, um, I'm sticking with the hot hand and Stafford and the Rams. They just looked phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, who are you, who are you going with? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams. I've I've called them like I, you know me and Evan kind of talked about this a little bit. Uh, believe it or not, I I no BS called them going to the Super Bowl um, since like week seven, seven or eight with the big blowout. I can't remember who they were playing, but I just I remember watching them and then realizing after that, shortly after that, a couple weeks later, they got Von Miller and then Odell. I'm like, yeah, um, even though the, those guys haven't really produced the best, um, you know, I uh, they're sleepers, man. <laughs> so firing all cylinders. And I'm excited to see him. So, yep, going with that. And Chief Rams. Again, a huge – I want to send out a huge, like, shout-out to Matt Stafford. Dude, everybody thought the dude was a loser um, and rid him off. And now to be um, in the NFC Championship game with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Um, His just first year with the team, too. Yeah. So, um, moving on um, – we actually, uh, so yeah, so uh, <laughs> Brandon Moreno, um, you know, uh, he he lost his title to uh, Divison Figueiredo um, in a unanimous decision. Um, for those of you guys that don't know, uh, I mean, I'm a huge UFC fan. I'm a huge MMA fan. Um, and actually, if you go to my YouTube channel, you'll see that I used to do picks uh, with JC, the blind Jedi, uh, Shout out to JC, he will shortly be coming on the podcast again. Uh, we're going to dive, uh, fairly deep into, uh, some wrestling talk, um, just from three different perspectives, you know, JC being the older one, me being in the middle, um, and primes kind of being, uh, shortly after, after my era of, uh, when I got into wrestling. So, um, it was a phenomenal fight back and forth. Um, you know, you can call Moreno the jackass of the week. Um, you, you know, I normally, uh, you know, I, I guess I got to agree with you because the guy just, he had so many chances to like finish. Yeah. It like didn't go through. No, 100%. And, you know, watching that fight, man. And, and you know, I'm going to be completely honest. Um, I'm a. I feel like uh, you know, I'm I'm more knowledgeable than the casual UFC fan, but I just haven't really paid attention to it as deep as I do other sports, um, just because you know there's so many freaking people to 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 remember and and stuff like that. Um, and honestly, UFC is just one of those things where I've just loved watching it, um, kind of thing. So I I will you know lie if I told you um, that I did know him before his uh, first fight with uh, Figueroa. Um, if I even said that right, by the way, sorry. Shout out to uh, him as well, new champion. But um, you know, I, I just I, um, I'm a, I'm in love with the underdog aspect because the the grind that you have to reach, you know, the 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 pressure that you have to overcome, and and once you win, man, it just it's a it's an amazing thing. Um, so yeah, that one kind of hurt a little bit watching him lose. Um, so that's why he's on my shit list, just because 
you know, like I said, I, I figured he would uh, be able to put a little bit more effort in. Uh, I know he came out and, and probably did the best he could. Um, but, you know, there's definitely a couple times where he should have taken advantage of, uh, you know, um, the combos. And I just felt like it wasn't there. So, yep. I mean, and that's but that's a good thing, though, I, I would say, Evan, is, is he's a good jackass of the week, not a bad one. So, yeah, I actually have a good nomination for uh, a bad one. Um, and we'll we'll circle back to that because I want to dive more into that. Um, the main event fight, though, was probably one of the best showings of of a fighter development. Yes. Uh, like I said, I follow MMA quite heavily. Um, I, I study it, um, and I truly do appreciate like all aspects of MMA. Um, had it been more popular when I was growing up, I probably would have gone down that path, uh, of training and, and doing more. Um, but, uh, yeah, Francis Ngannou versus Cyril Ghosn. Um, you know, Francis came in as the champion and, uh, held his title. And, uh, for a guy with one punch power, uh, he showed that he is evolving his game. Um, yeah. what's going to happen with him down the road? Uh, you know, he's, having a contract dispute right now with the UFC, I guess we'll see. Um, but if you want to see something where you see a man literally get murdered in a UFC octagon, just look up Francis Ngannou versus Alistair Overeem and watch Francis in Alistair's head. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but speaking in the realm of having issues with the UFC, uh, <laughs> did you happen to see that Jake Paul – wants to do MMA against Conor McGregor. Uh, I did see that. Um, and you know what? I, I'm going to say one thing and one thing only. Um, I actually am a Jake Paul fan, as dumb as that sounds. Um, I, I really am. You know why? I want to top in this just real quick. I, I love the cocky arrogance aspect of him, but the, the fact that he will back it up, and he's not just a shit fighter. He, he's a good established fighter, but... I think that's the dumbest fucking thing he could be doing. Jake Paul, what the fuck do you think you literally could take on Conor McGregor? Two-time world champion will fucking kick your face off, um, let alone knock you the fuck out. I, I think that's the dumbest thing he could do with his career. But listen, I mean, the dude did fight and is undefeated in boxing. Yeah, he hasn't fought anybody. He's fought a bunch of fucking old, old guys. But, I mean, I, I guess he's got something to prove. But my thing is, is once you put yourself in his in his shoes and think about, you know, like some of the things that he wants to do, I mean, I, I respect it. I respect the hustle. I respect the grind. But uh, out of all people, you want McGregor first? Like, can we just start off with, like, Sean O'Malley or something? Like, somebody? <laughs> Not fucking Conor McGregor. But whatever. Okay, so here's where now we're going to roll back into Jackass of the Week. Um, so Jake Paul as most people already, you know, fucking hate your guts anyway um, and want to see you get your ass whooped. I am one of those people uh, because you fight a bunch of old guys who are out of their prime and you call yourself one of the best boxers in the world. You're not. Um, fight an actual boxer, um, a guy who's around the same age as you and had a, you know, uh, and quit trying to, you're, you know, you're making it about the money. You're not Floyd Mayweather. You couldn't beat Floyd Mayweather. Uh, so here's where he's a jackass because uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov obviously has a fighting uh, company called Eagle FC. 
And uh, obviously Dana White's not going to jump into uh, doing like a three ring circus because he makes plenty of money. Um, you know, the UFC makes plenty of money. They don't need a side freak show. So Nurmagomedov said, Hey, uh, Eagle FC is always open. We can make that happen. And Jake said, I'll do it on one condition as long as I can uh, have a match against you. And to think that you would even remotely as a now, mind you, Jake does have a wrestling background, but he is not his brother. He was not a, a, a you know, a decorated wrestler in high school and that's high school wrestling. You were talking about one of the scariest grapplers to ever walk the face of the earth. Yep. And you really want to sit there and try and put on this dog and pony show. I don't care how many steroids you're doing. I don't care how many uh, dives Tyrone Woodley has taken. Um, so let me ask you a question. Did he actually test positive for steroids? Doug, he's look, look at him. Look at him. He's doing them. There's no way. I Tom- really think so because because he, he even came out and said, he's like, dude, I, I literally like have nothing to hide. That's my thing. Yeah. Why would you have nothing to hide? Why do you think that he hasn't actually fought an actual legitimate boxer? But you really think so, though? I mean, I, I mean, I get it. It makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I he, ma- he makes his money off of, you know, I'm going to just put it like this. Did the Ultimate Warrior do steroids? Oh, yeah. Okay. Did he need to? No. Didn't help his personality, which is what sold. No. And that's the whole thing is that people want to see Jake lose and get beat up. Jake legitimately just like transformed like overnight. And when you see like his last few like YouTube videos from before he started boxing, like, Check the size difference. Right. Um, and again, he's not in an organization where he, you know, he's not fighting for an organization that holds any kind of like drug policy against him. So um, he's going to, you know, try and do whatever he can. The whole reason why the him and Fury uh, had an issue, one of the main issues was uh, Jake did not want to have a drug test. So the whole idea that, this kid is just training and being clean is complete bullshit. Like, makes sense. Cause I, cause of course the media has a good way to kind of make it look like, you know, other people do certain things. If you know what I mean, as far as the fury, cause I really kept up on a whole lot, but I, it made it look like fury backed out. Cause he was a pussy and all this bullshit, you know? I mean, think about it. Fury's the one that had something to lose because he's a legitimate boxer. Right. Uh, and that's the thing is that like I'm not taking away like Jake definitely has talent as a boxer. Yeah. But he's trying to he's like I'm the money fight. I'm the A side. Like yeah, you're only you're you're only going to be as good as you are profitable. And once that shtick runs out, it's done. Yeah. And that's the big thing is that uh you know if you look at his brother, his brother has a lot of other things going on. His brother does not need to fight for money. Yeah. So his brother can do a lot of stuff that, like the Floyd Mayweather stuff. 
Logan didn't win. People are like, oh, my God, he fought against Floyd Mayweather. Okay, yeah, well, he still lost. Right. And to be honest, Logan looked worse than Conor McGregor against Floyd. Well, Conor's a trained fighter. Yeah, well, Conor's a trained MMA fighter. Right. MMA and boxing are two separate worlds. Yeah. Not even remotely close to each other. Majority of MMA get their asses whooped. Yeah. Just like majority of MMA guys that go into boxing, they're going to get beat. Yeah. Two different games. So that makes me really wonder about Francis, though. You think Francis is realistically going to go over there and dominate just because he has a one-punch knockout? Well, Francis legitimately, before he started MMA, he legitimately had been training for boxing. He was going to try and make it big as a boxer. So he's not coming into the game without having – and he had a few boxing matches. So he's not coming into the game with nothing. Right. That makes sense. And, you know, even a guy like like Connor, you know, having to train on a professional level – in MMA has more of a has he's more ready to train for that boxing than somebody like Jake Paul because the one thing that really ruined it for Connor against Floyd was his stamina um you know and first of all my apologies I'm kind of like going on and on but there there's a lot to be said about this shit uh but you know, Connor Stanima, MMA, MMA fighters are not meant to go past more, most majority of the time, past 15 minutes. You know, most of them rarely fight 25 minutes. Boxing's had, boxing matches last for 12 rounds. Right. Like, that's a long time. That's like an hour worth of fighting. <laughs> And yeah, and that's why you see boxers always running. You don't see MMA fighters always running. So it, I don't know, the whole idea that Jake Paul calls himself so amazing. Like, yeah. look, man, Ben Askren, first off, let's talk about the real thing. You beat Deji, who was an out of shape YouTuber. <laughs> you know, Anisun Gibb, who was also a YouTuber. And then, you know, uh, you go down and you look at, like, oh, you beat Ben Askren. Okay, well, Ben Askren had just had hip surgery the year before. So you weren't fighting a guy in his prime. And so majority of of his fighting has been dominated by wrestling. Tyrone Woodley had been knocked out and been utterly on the downfall of his MMA career. That's why he was available to fight. Um, and you're like, oh yeah, no, look, I knocked him out. <laughs> All right. Like, <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. And like, honestly, the thing that cracks me up is that like, people are like, well, you know, he's a real boxer. He's a pro boxer. He hasn't fought an actual boxer. Yeah. And see, that's what kind of makes me like very intrigued about him, though. It's, it's like, what if he does like fight like a legit boxer and like knocks a dude out? Because like, d- I don't know if it looks like from you, but it it, it it like actually looks like he has some kind of knockout power, you know? 
Um, no, I can tell like he legitimately does. Oh, and he also fought Nate Robinson, who was um, a five nine, um, you know, basketball player. Yeah. So he, but he legitimately has skill. And but yet, like if you go and like look up, like I'm right now on a Jake Paul's Wikipedia, it says amateur career, one fight, professional career, a Nissan Gib, Nate Robinson, Ben Askren, and Tyrone Woodley twice. Yeah. So he's what six and zero. Oh? Uh, five, five and up. Yeah. So he could retire right now, huh? It'd be fun. Yeah. But do you think he'll? A quick question though: Do you think he'll actually like fight, fight for a living, or do you think it's just? I mean, I think he's trying to take it seriously, and I think out of all YouTubers, out of like Bryce Hall and all those guys, um, you know, I really do think that they take it the most serious. But like you said, I mean. It don't really matter if you're not going to fight anybody that's legit. So, I mean, it's just kind of hit or miss, you know? That's my thing. Well, yeah. And, like, so here's the thing. So, looking at, like, what they have Jake Paul listed at. So, he's he's 6'1". Yeah. Okay. Um, and he is sitting around, like, the 190 mark, um, roughly. He fights cruiserweight, which I'm I'm gonna be honest, like I'm gonna be one of the first people to tell you, like, not exactly sure. Um oh, so the weight limit for cruiserweights are two hundred pounds. Okay. Yeah. Two hundred two hundred pounds. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this this right now, okay? Um let me get back down to it. So let's say so you know, a Nissan Gib, okay. Also fought at cruiserweight. He's five nine. Yeah. So he had to put on a lot of muscle. Nate Robinson, five nine, hundred and eighty pounds. So he had to put on muscle. Ben Ashgren, five ten. Spent his entire career fighting at one seventy and had a few fights at one eighty five. Yeah. And Tyrone Woodley is five nine. Spent his entire career fighting at one seventy probably walks around um i'd say he probably walks around at like 200 see and they look like such big guys on the screen you know that's what's that's like what blows my mind about people like like professional athlete athletes that you see on tv it's like uh even tonight like one of the buddies you know he was talking about he's like dude look, what, how big is josh allen i was like dude he's like 6'4 240 like good god <laughs> it's like dude these guys are big guys but like you know, seeing somebody like Jake Paul, um, where he's just an average guy, six one, what you said, one hundred and sixty pounds, one hundred ninety pounds, or something. Um, yeah, so he, look, he, he looks fight, like a broad man. He fights. He fights at a at a weight limit that is sitting um, at the max of two hundred. Yeah, and like so, he's like calling out Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor's five eight. Yeah, spent majority of his career fighting at one forty five, one fifty five, and has had a couple of fights at one seventy. Yeah. Like, you got to be kidding me, right? right? Like, you legitimately think that, like, people who want to be on his bandwagon and be like, he's a bad dude. He's a bad dude. Well, <clears throat> let's take a look at this here. So I just pulled up Tommy Fury, right? Six foot. Okay. Um, 
and it says that his current weight class is light heavyweight. Mm. Okay. Um, and again, me not being like a big, like, like knowing the weight classes mm-hmm. very well. Um, because the weight yeah. kind of like, yeah, oh. when it comes to watching boxing and stuff, I'm like, uh, <laughs> Like, I'm like, dude, I don't know who's in the boxing weight classes. Like, uh, so it it appears that he's been fighting on like the one between like 165 and like 180 mark most of his boxing matches. So okay. what what weight class was Mayweather in? Um, I let me look that let me look that up real quick. Because he he would have had to have fought McGregor's weight, so whatever that may be. Well, that's what I'm saying is like you like you look at it and you're like, wait, wait a minute. Like Tommy would Tommy Fury was the was the first one. Okay, so right now, just like as it's as it stands, uh Floyd Mayweather is is five eight and he's listed as 150 pounds right now. He wow. fought lightweight, welterweight, featherweight, super featherweight, light middleweight, light welterweight. See, that's what I'm talking about. Boxing has like so much fucking weight classes it's hard to keep track of what's what right but none of that did you hear cruiserweight and that's my that's my whole thing is it's like what the fuck are you talking about right like jake you're you're literally fucking a few inches taller than most of these guys right like okay right here so floyd was five eight Logan Paul is 6'2". Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> You're like, uh, hold up. <laughs> See, in that, I don't know. I mean, uh, can you imagine actually being a boxers fan, like a, like a diehard boxer fan? I mean, it's probably easy to remember all this, dude. But like talking, like even hearing all these classes you were talking about just makes you like, what? Yeah. It is like in boxing, like no offense, like I, I really do like boxing. I really do. Um, like I enjoy watching, watching boxing, but like, uh, it's so diluted with like such bullshit because you don't actually get fights that you want. Right. See, that's one thing I will say about Dana White, man, is I feel like he tries to really, you know, put together some good matches. Um, and, and one thing I will say about Dana White. So did you notice that he didn't put the belt on Francis? Yeah. I mean, and I think that's like has to do with like the contract dispute. Dana also didn't show up at the press conference either. Yes. So I'm like, that's what I'm wondering. Um, so how, how do you think that's all going to play out? What's your opinion on that? So I think obviously, uh, you know, with Francis being your champion um, and Francis looking as dominant as he was, yeah, I think you obviously have to try and work something out. Um, but again, I think you know, like the big thing is, is that like <sighs> the UFC and the problem with the UFC and with boxing is, is that UFC fighters want to get paid the way boxers do. But the UFC, A, each UFC fighter, there are a lot more of them. Yeah. Uh, and if you think about it, like, 
boxing has a lot of different organizations, like a lot of them. Yeah. And they all pop up uh, all the time. So, like, when you legitimately think about it, like, as of twenty twenty, that was the this is the last time that it it it, it was counted. Mm-hmm. Uh, the UFC has seven hundred and twenty four active fighters. You said seven hundred and twenty four. Seven hundred and twenty-four. <laughs> That's one organization. And twenty-four fighters. Yeah. My God. Now I'm looking up. That's one organization. I'm looking up how many boxing organizations are in the world right now. Yeah. There are four major boxing organizations. The WBA, the WBC, the IFB, and the WBO. Now, you want to know what those are. How do you say those organization names? <laughs> yeah. Now, you want to know something else? Here is the, um, like, here's the big thing Showtime has its own group of boxers. Yeah. There are other boxing orgs that that pop up. So, like, I'm going to take, obviously, the WBA is, uh, is the biggest one. Um, just want to take a second to say today's sponsor is, um, well... No, no, no sponsor today, guys. I was just kidding. Just figured I'd kill some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I'm trying to like. Okay, so the WBA currently only recognizes up to four world champions in any given weight division. Like I just looked up how many they have. Okay. Like literally I said how many fighters are under, you know, contract with the WBA. Mm-hmm. Um and to like <laughs> give you an idea, like I just pulled up um they got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 16 divisions for their women. Mm-hmm. And that's insane to think about. 16 divisions for your woman. My God. And 17 <laughs> divisions for the men. Now I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick out I'm gonna pick out just some random names here and ask if you've heard of any of these people. Have you ever heard of Joshua Franco? No. Have you ever heard of Eric Rosa? No. Have you ever heard of Leo Santa Cruz? Santa Cruz sounds familiar, but no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of uh, Dimitri uh, Privol? Uh, no. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> Have you ever heard of Trevor Bryan? No, sir. Have you ever heard of Canelo Alvarez? Alvarez sounds familiar, but no. Okay, so Canelo Alvarez is one of the most famous boxers. Oh, yes, Canelo. Sorry, I'm an yeah. idiot. Yes, Canelo. I was like, that sounds so familiar. Yes, yes, yes. I do know uh, Canelo. He, uh, he's the one that Mayweather talks about all the time that he beat him in his prime, beat Canelo in his prime when Mayweather wasn't in his prime. Yeah. Yes, yes. What about, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say two more here, okay? Um, what about Artem uh, Delacani? Uh No. And what about Josh Taylor? That sounds like a football name. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Lawrence Taylor? No, no. Uh-uh. Never heard of any of those guys. Besides, uh, so, so one out of ten? Yeah. <laughs> um, so here you go. Um, there's another one, but I, I don't even know who this is. Um, but he's been a champion for 2000 and 35 days since 2016. Um, and I don't even know the guys. I can't even say the guy's name. I'm going to be honest. I just butcher it. Okay. Um, so Joshua Franco is actually a super flyweight champion. And he's been champion for 580 days. Oh, wow. Artem uh, Delacan ha- is the flyweight champion and has been the champion for 1,430 days. Leo Santa Cruz, featherweight champion, for 1,822 days. Dude, I've never heard of any of those guys. Joshua Taylor has been a super lightweight champion for 821 days. Canelo Alvarez has been the super middleweight champion for 401 days. See, that's surprising to me. That honestly is surprising to me, considering that like, like that dude sounds like he's a legend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and again, this is only the WBA. Okay. Dimitri Privoli has been champion for 2,074 days. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, then, and he's the light heavyweight champion, the super champion it has next to his name. Yeah. And then one of the heavyweight champions, Trevor Bryant, has been champion for 360 days. Oh, wow. Never heard of a single one of them. Nope. Okay. Um, the WBA formation was in 1921. Oh, my God. So, how many... Dude, 1921? Yeah. So, what what organization is the biggest one? What's the one that holds uh, Mayweather and all that? Well, Mayweather is now a free agent. Oh really? Yeah, okay. but I just like I'm just the, the WBC um, has like commemorative commemorative belts, right? Weather um, for quite a bit, um, and I actually the WBC is I believe the one that Don King was like affiliated with. Oh okay. Um, and you want to know like the funny part is, uh, Canelo Alvarez is their super middleweight champion. <laughs> how do you, so how do you feel it, it, okay so let me ask you a question is, is this why they say that boxing is falling off because like uh like nobody really knows who they are what they do or you know 
Well, that's what I'm saying. So the WBC is has one of their champions is Tyson Fury. Right. Okay. So my my point about like all this is is that like you don't know you know the boxer you don't know the organization right majority of like people majority of people would say that when they think of something that is supposed to be called mma they would think and call it oh yeah i've watched that that ufc stuff right right (laughs) that ufc stuff okay um and i'm just like i'm just pointing out like you know, I'm just I'm literally scrolling through here trying to see if I can see anybody else in what like the top five, you know, like. Right. You know, they're the top four like boxing associations. And Alvarez and, and Fury are legitimately, you know. The only ones there. They're the only names that are making it right. You know, oh, here you go. Terrence Crawford, welterweight champion in the WBO for 1,325 days. <laughs> like, the whole idea. And then you think about, like, so, like, the WBA has been around since 21. Uh, the IBF has been around since ni- uh, 1983. The WBC has been around since 1963. The WBO has been around since 1988. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, Francis wants more money. I get right. it. But the problem is, is that are you the only, the only reason why people tune into UFC events? Probably not is I'm going to just like, just, I'm going to just out of sheer curiosity here. I'm going to take a look at, um, uh, you know, people's like how much they made. So just out of curiosity, cause I'm really interested. Did I think I heard something about Canelo making what, like thirty six million or something? Yeah. So Floyd Mayweather, obviously one of the most richest, like one of the like richest boxers of all time. Yeah. Okay. His amateur career, uh, he won in nineteen ninety three, and then he was in the Olympics in nineteen ninety six. Um. Let's see when when do like who knows when he actually started making money. Yeah. But uh you know like uh just type I'm just typing in boxers net worth just to kind of expose some people here. Okay. Listen to this, okay? Floyd Mayweather. Uh Four four hundred and fifty million. George Foreman three hundred million. Manny Pacquiao two hundred and twenty million. Conor McGregor two hundred million. <laughs> he fought once. That's crazy. And then you got De La Hoya, Lennox Lewis. Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> let's take a gander 
at like Joshua Taylor's net worth. He earns a report. His net worth is worth $2 million. He's 17 and 0. $2 million is his net worth. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he's a champion. He's a champion. He's a, he is a champion. Okay. Nobody's ever heard of him. No, never heard of the guy. Don't even know who he is. Francis Ngannou is worth about $4 million. His net worth, $4 million. Yeah. So Francis has only been a champion for, um, I don't know, a couple years maybe, if that. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, he beat Stipe last year. For, he beat Stipe in 2021. Um, and you know, like I said, Joshua Taylor has been a, a, over a year, at least over a year. He was like 700 days. I'm just saying, what, what are the UFC fighters? What are you exactly complaining about? Right. And and that's one of the things I wanted to say is like, I, I don't understand what they're complaining about that, that Francis network is, is twice as much as the, one of the, you know, best records and, and, you know, boxing. I, I I get it. You know, you're probably putting yourself through so much more, um, you know, danger. I guess is the word. I don't I don't know, but I just feel like it's kind of a kind of a bullshit way of just trying to be. You know, just trying to get you know money hungry. Which, like I said, I get it. You're the champion. You're the baddest dude on the fucking planet. Um, I get it. You should get paid. But and like I'm even like looking up like some lower ranked guys here guys that I know have like businesses that they own and like they make well to the six figures um, to fight per fight. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, you know, making over, you know, $400,000 a year. Like yeah. <laughs> it is honestly like the UFC doesn't release how much they pay fighters. So it's kind of like, um, kind of like one of those like things of like how can you uh you know really honestly say like what what is going on right uh, right i mean they're giving out you know like six hundred thousand hundred fifty thousand dollar bonuses uh for guys who uh just won like you know they fighter goes out and performs well you can end up making you know millions of dollars extra like it's conor mcgregor ronda rousey um john jones gsp (laughs) it's like the list goes on and i think that's the thing is that you look at like the ufc is is making quite a bit of money absolutely totally understandable And I get that, like, fighters want to get paid more. But, like, are you bringing in money? Right. Like, they're, like, they're, they're, it's a billion-dollar company. Honestly, it really is. Yeah, no. Yeah. I think, fuck, I'm not going to be surprised if they don't hit a trillion-dollar company soon. But 
is are they a, a billion dollar company because Francis is the heavyweight champion? No. Uh nope. Nope. They're, uh, a, they're a billion dollar company over time. Um now I definitely see what you're saying though. I, I definitely get both sides. You know, fighters want to make more money, but business is business, man. Business don't care about your feelings. Um, you know, but the thing is, is sometimes it kind of does suck when you're put in a situation like this where you either need to pay Francis or he's leaving because he made it very clear yesterday that he would want to box before his career is over. So, yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too, is that like you you look at it. And you really think about like. um, Like. A guy like, uh, you know, Canelo is worth like 140 million. Yeah. Okay. Well, how long? Again, how long has has boxing been around and been in business? Like, the fighters in boxing, and this this sounds really bad because I know you know some UFC fighters, and I'm not trying to take away or like downplay like the plight of like, you know, hey, like shut up and like make your money but it's like i feel like if you're not in the business of like you're not a business owner you're not you're not running a company um i know that there are are some uh ufc fighters that like i said they do other stuff um but even if you look at a guy like henry cejudo he became champion for a short period of time and now he's retired and he still coaches. Yeah. Like, oh, well, he shouldn't have to coach. Well, he didn't really bring in much revenue. What am I paying him? Right. Um, and, you know, why is Jake Paul worth so much money? Well, because people want to see him get knocked out. Yeah. Look at Colby Covington. He was about to get cut because he was a boring fighter. He wasn't bringing in money. And then he put on this little fake persona and now he's worth a lot of money. Yeah. Well, I should I should be getting paid. I should be getting paid. I should be getting paid. Yeah. Well, you know, I equate it almost to like you don't care how much money you bring in, and you don't care how much money the the company makes. You just want to get paid more and more. It's the same argument that the WNBA tries to bring up. Like the WNBA wants to get paid. They want to have the same percentage of revenue sharing that the NBA players have. And people are like, well, look, Sue Bird and LeBron James. He makes millions and millions and, you know, almost a billion dollars. And she makes only a few hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay, but nobody's racing to the store to get a Sue Bird jersey. Like, legitimately, I'm a basketball fan. I enjoy watching basketball. I enjoy watching quality basketball. I have nothing wrong with the talent level in the WNBA. Nothing. Nothing bad to say about it, but it's boring. The game is boring for people who are not fans. Yeah. If you're not a basketball fan, you're not going to watch. Oh, no. Hell no. Um, you know, why do the Yankees get to pay people as much money as they want to? Everybody in the AAA and AA's make chump change. How much money are you bringing in? I can only afford to pay so many people, but obviously I'm going to pay Derek Jeter 
and I'm not going to pay fucking Vince Johnson who plays third base in double A and he's been there for 40 years <laughs> playing <laughs> because nobody's going to buy a Vince Johnson jersey. Yeah. Nobody's coming to, to the game. Nobody's spending money on a ticket to see Vince Johnson. Like, you know, we were talking today about like, you know, watching Brady and enjoying like the career he's had. And, you know, obviously with him losing, we don't know what, like where it's at, but it's like, nobody, nobody's going to the game to see an offensive lineman. Yeah. Like you're paying the offensive lineman for what he does. Whereas fighters have to realize you have to, you're paying, you're getting paid. Yes. For what you do. That's where bonuses are coming in. Hence why Conor McGregor is paid the way he is. But you also have to bring an entertainment factor in. Ronda Rousey wasn't getting paid a bunch of money because people, uh, you know, really enjoyed watching her, uh, you know, not fight. No, she was exciting. She was fun to watch. That's why people tuned in. And she was just a bad bitch, too. (laughs) Like... You know, Francis Ngannou versus Derek Lewis was one of the most boring fights I've ever watched because there were two guys that were afraid to engage with each other. Yeah. And if I would have paid money for that and that would have been the main event, I'd have been pissed. Next time Francis Ngannou would have came up, I wouldn't have bought the pay-per-view. Right. But, you know, he's not the one that, like, yes, there are some times where, yes, you are the headliner. You sold the fight. You were the reason why people tuned in. So Brandon Moreno and Divas and Figueredo having fight of the night and obviously one of the best trilogy fights I've ever watched isn't a reason for me to tune in. Like, and that's what I'm saying is it's like these guys at the top are like, I want to get paid more. I want to get paid more. I want to get paid more. Like, yeah, but this guy on the undercard just had a better performance than you. And people now want to see this guy. Right. It's kind of like uh, Sean O'Malley, you know, um, kind of like what we talked about the other day. Like, I don't think he's a main event guy yet, um, but I think he'll get there over time. He just needs to be tested. But, you know, I, but you have people like that that just want to fight for money. I mean, I really don't think Sean O'Malley wants to fight for any titles or anything. I think he just likes fighting and just likes fighting for money. Yeah. No, absolutely. And honestly, like, um, I'd love to get, like, some fighters' inputs in on it because – I think, and we've talked about this before, we've talked about, like, some athletes are just overpaid. Yes. Um, and I feel like you truly forget why you started doing it. If you did it for the money, like, if Francis Ngannou really cares about the money, then go to boxing. But you better win. Yeah. You better keep winning. Because that is the only way boxers get paid. Mm-hmm. Because you're not getting any brand deals. You're not going to be in any commercials. Because if you go over there and you fight Tyson Fury and you get, you know, $100 million, you better you better get ready to save that money. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather makes so much money because Floyd is fun to watch. Do you think Buster Douglas who, you know, was the one that handed Mike Tyson his first loss. Oh, my gosh, Buster Douglas. 
Nobody gives a fuck about Buster Douglas. <laughs> Tyson is still one of the most baddest fucking boxers of all time. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I droned on there. I really do apologize. I've just, I've just, it's really like it really cooks my grits because there are guys that put on great performances that don't ever get to be on the pay per view, and I'd rather watch those fights. So there are some fight nights that deserve to be pay per views. Yeah. So no, again, man. no, no hard feelings over here on this side. I just like you know, just uh, listen to your input on what you know the. Some sub some subjects, you know, so it's all good. So no, um. Anyway, folks, so back to the uh, giveaway. Um. So what you guys need to do is, um, you guys will notice, um, that if you go and Instagram, if you look up Dare Primes and Evan Money on Instagram, you will see our beacons. And just look us up on Instagram. And what we really want you to do is we want you to look up Strange Crew on Instagram and Strange Crew on YouTube. Leave like a comment on either one of them. Okay. You find all the Strange Crew information. You'll find it. That's all we want you to do is either strange crew Instagram, leave a comment on, on the, the video. That's done. And then screenshot says to our DMS. Yeah. Because, and honestly, It's 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 just a way to help us continue to grow, right? No, and, you know, YouTube's in a weird place right now. There's not not a whole lot of uh, awesomeness that can come off of YouTube, but it's going to be an outlet for us to be able to share stuff, and obviously on our Instagrams as well. Um, but again, uh, you know, this is the Strange Crew podcast, and you know, going to our Instagram and showing support uh, would be great. And, uh, but yeah, we, I mean, obviously we mainly use our own personal Instagrams almost daily. So, um, go there and you'll be able to find the information. Um, our beacons are on both of our Instagrams. They will have the extra link to the strange crew stuff on both of ours. Um, so, uh, yeah, check that out. Um, that's it for me. I don't know if you got anything else. I'm 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 almost ready for bed to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I'm good on my end, man. I uh, you know, just kind of um, lacking a little bit of energy this this episode. I've just been so beat, man, so tired. But no, we promise. Uh, you know, we're gonna continue to keep put pumping out some good content for you guys, keep entertaining you guys. You know, a couple hours a week. Um, but no, we're we're just so thankful, man. And and I know we we need to get off here before it hits the hour mark. Um, so we got about 45 seconds, but no, we just want to say thank you guys so much. We love every single one of you guys. Drop a like, you know, and a comment, um, and screenshot, you know, send it to our guys, you know, our DMs and, and, uh, for a chance to be in part of this big giveaway. Um, thank you guys so much, man. And, uh, I can't wait to see you guys next week. Um, as far as that, man, I'm out, I'm ready to go to bed. So. <laughs> All right. We love you. And remember in times of pain and in suffering, 
you can always turn on and listen to these two beautiful voices with the beautiful, ugly faces that we have. We love you, America, and the entire rest of the world. Peace. Go Bills.